This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. everyone and welcome to the Think Future podcast. I'm your host, Chris Calabugas, and once again we're coming at you live from deep, deep, deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California, the innovation capital of the world. We're talking innovation, startups, the future. Not necessarily those, and not necessarily in that order. Don't remember the show number off the top of my head? Could be 118, could be 119, could be one. 17? I have no idea. But it's in iTunes, so if you need to know. So this show today is a little bit of a tangent. Because I've been seeing this phenomenon with people I know, and people I thought were fairly intelligent. Fairly intelligent thinking that oh if they just read that blog post or that book or that magazine or that news feed if they just read that one article that one article it's the key it's the trigger it's that one what did those ads used to say this one small trick can let you lose weight or this one small trick one small trick one small tip one small technique the technique the trick the tip the one thing that will make them reach their dreams so no matter how epic no matter how epic these things are 101 ways to be successful 653 websites you should look at if you want to be successful. 120 ways to be a billionaire in two months. No matter how many of those posts you read, no matter how many of those podcasts you listen to, no matter how many of those videos you watch, they will not change your life. Why do you need to read News feeds, blogs, magazines, and books. More specifically, why would you read feeds from people like Anthony Robbins or Brendan Bouchard? Why do you read blog posts from Gary Vaynerchuk or Tim Ferriss or other self-professed motivational gurus? Why is the bookstore, online or off, literally littered with thousands upon thousands of tomes in the success literature space. Why do people keep buying this stuff and reading this stuff when it really does nothing to actually change your life? See, when I hear about the latest and greatest new motivational type dude, and notice it's almost always a dude, I wonder why there aren't that many women in this space. Maybe they actually feel troubled about the curious mix of bravado 
and bullcrap that you need in order to excel at this field because it is right you need to have bravado you need to act like you know everything act like you can make anyone successful in order to excel at this field and the first thing I ask is about results okay how many of their disciples because they are kind of like disciples, right? They, the people who follow these people, they're, they're, they really are disciples. They live and breathe, these people. Actually use their program. And it's always a program, right? Consisting of it's like audio, video, text, blog, books, other content. Stuff that could just be generated once and then reused and rebranded over and over and over again. So how many of people who've actually implemented what these success peddlers did... have implemented them successfully and are now amazingly stinking rich. And then how many of these disciples have spent good money on their program and have not made one iota of change in their lives? So basically show me the money. Show me the money. The reality is, is that if any of these modern day messiahs really did have massive amounts of followers who really were super successful, like they claim then wouldn't they trumpet that from the rooftops? Of course they would. I mean, if I was Anthony Robbins or any of these people, I would parade out, not just at my shows. I would parade out on the internet. Here's the thousands of people that I have literally made millionaires based on my program. And not just reselling my program. They're not just my people reselling my program. Here are people who've applied my program to their lives and done their own thing. They're not motivational speakers. They're, they're accountants. They're businessmen. They've done this. They've done that. They do whatever. But they've taken my success program and applied it to their lives. And they're stinky rich. Stinky rich? Stinking filthy rich. No. They don't. Because... Many people are sucked into this program thinking that they have that, that one tip, that one technique, or even that, that one program that they can do which will propel them to the heights of success. Very few people succeed. There's lots of reasons for them. You know? Some people think, well, maybe if I just do this program, that'll be enough to make a big, big change in my life. They do it and hope that someday something will click and their lives will be better. It doesn't take real work. doesn't take luck. It will just happen. I mean, to be fair to the disciples, most of the messiahs do tell their followers to follow their instructions exactly. And some few say that there is work involved, but only a handful attribute their success to luck. Come to think of it, those who are successful, but only like, and attribute some of their success to luck, probably aren't motivational speakers at all. After all, will a program actually sell if a large part of it is just luck? Probably not, right? I mean, would you buy a book or would you buy into a program for nine ninety seven? if I told you, hey, you know what? You could do my program, but you could fail miserably because of luck. Do you think any of them say anything like that? Probably not. Now, all these programs are based on a big old book called The Laws of Success. And if you can get a copy, actually just send me an email, I can send you a copy of it. It was written back in the 1920s, it remained largely unnoticed until it was being republished in 2011 with commentary. 
if you, in my opinion, this book is the granddaddy of every piece of motivational and success literature. Napoleon Hill wrote it before Think and Grow Rich. You know, that super thin volume, which sold like crazy, but it didn't contain the whole picture. The whole picture is basically this book. It's the root of all of this literature. Everything that you see in any piece of motivational literature today is a piece from the laws of success. Rebranded, reworked, regurgitated, redeployed for today's audience. Third reason. Everyone seems to be looking for some single one secret that these people seem to have unlocked. And for a mere nine ninety seven, you too can get the secret if you just attend our high-performance seminar. And of those of you who are successful, how many of them are just selling the same success crap to other people, exactly the same or tweaked for their own? I'll bet you most of them, most of these millionaires that Anthony Robbins has created are people who are selling his program to other people, basically finding other suckers to buy his stuff. And the reality is, if there are very few results, then why are we still attracted to this crap? Because it's the magic bullet problem, of course. We're all guilty of it. We all want the easy way out. Because the root of it, and at the root of all innovation, actually, is the fact that we are all lazy. And we all think that there's some kind of plan to the universe. I'll tell you something. When my mom was alive, she used to have this problem with her knees. They hurt when she walked, and the only way she would be able to alleviate the pain temporarily would be to take Tylenol. And the pain got worse and worse and worse, and she took more and more until she probably got to the point where it didn't work anymore. So in order for her to permanently solve the issue with her knees, she would either need to lose weight, which is very difficult in an elderly person, or get a knee replacement. Instead of doing either one of those, she kept asking and looking for some kind of cream that she could put on her knees in order to just make the pain go away. I remember the one time she came to visit us in the in the Bay Area and she'd found this miracle cream that she read in a magazine about. She said, oh, can, can you buy me this stuff? Can you get me this this cream? And I forget the name of the cream, but I remember ordering it online so that it would get here in time for her to get here. And she came in the door, and we talked for a bit. She said, oh, do you have the cream? So I gave her the cream. She put the cream on her knees, and she goes, oh, oh, my God, that's so wonderful. Oh, it's so great. And then 15 minutes later, she was in pain again. She thought this magic bullet, this little cream, just put a little cream on it, it'll go away. We're all looking for some shortcut to success some way we can not waste time or do what we want when we want to for some people that's amassing great wealth for others it's raising just enough to get by and then using that to glean great experiences for others it's a simple life i mean everybody has their own idea of what success should be but here's my suggestion forget about all those programs forget about all those messiahs there are really only two ways to success and happiness. One, be happy with what you have. Or two, try and get lucky. The be happy with what you have is fine for some people, but if you ask me, isn't that just giving up? 
I mean, isn't that just saying that you lack ambition? Isn't that just saying that you can't make a dent in the universe, so don't even bother? Can you really be happy just coasting through life like a leaf on a stream buffeted by events around you? If you think about it, this is a bit like the argument between determinism and free will. Do you believe that you can change the world around you? Or do you believe that life is predetermined? Look at the messiahs. Look at Elon Musk. Look at Richard Branson. Look at these billionaires out there. Do they believe... Were they happy with what they had? No. But what I'm trying to say is that the power to change your life, to move your life in a completely different direction, does not come from a blog post. It does not come from reading a book. It does not come from reading a news feed or watching a video on YouTube. It does not come from passive action, a.k.a. reading about how others succeeded. Because if you think about it, the way they succeeded is not the way you're going to succeed. You cannot replicate exactly what they did and get the exact same success that they had because so many factors came into it, mostly luck. They were in the right place at the right time with the right story in front of the right people. The only way to change your life to be successful is you. You are the only one who can change your life. If your life is not what you want it to be, No amount of success literature can change that. You can read and watch and listen to this stuff all of your life. But unless you take action, nothing will change. There are lots of ways to take action. Some ways are easier than others. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about this this little-known book, which I think is a very controversial book. It's called Horse Sense. And it's by Al Rees and Jack Trout, who are the same people who did the, if you you probably remember this book, The 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing. There's also The 22 Immutable Laws of Internet Marketing. They did a series of books, but they also did this book called Horse Sense. And I think one of the reasons why this book was not very well, was not very well known was because it was honest. It was raw. It was true about success. And the concept is that you need, you can't be successful on your own. There's no way to be successful on your own. You need something or somebody to latch onto. You need to ride a horse, right? I mean, this book, I think it's the reason why it's little known. It's, it's, it's truly an honest accounting of what you need in order to do, do what to do to succeed. And it's not the prescribed work hard or follow my program. You know, it's a book with a list. It's a very short book, like the 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing. So if you find the book and buy it and read it, you'll think to yourself, and this is what I thought to myself when I, looked, when I read the book. I thought to myself, wow, these guys are really saying this? I mean, it's all true, but we don't want to say this. We, we want to think that success is just work hard or follow a program. So people are things that you latch on to can help you succeed with various levels 
of effort on your part. So just to give you an idea, I don't, I don't have the book in front of me, so I can't tell you all the different ways. You should just go get it from the library or, or buy it. It's pretty cheap. And just so you get an idea of how honest this book is, the number one way to become successful is to marry into money. Yep. No effort on your part other than to woo someone way above your station in life. In fact, I remember reading this. I don't know how I got this book. I was reading this success book, and the guy was writing and writing and writing. I'm going, what the hell are you talking about, buddy? How did you get successful? And then he reveals that the reason he's successful is because he married into a family with money. His wife had a ton of money from her family. And I'm like, why am I reading this book? This guy has nothing to tell me. Reading stuff like that helped me. Um, So no effort on your part other than wooing somebody way above your station in life. Right? What's the second way? Be born in a wealthy family. Sure. (laughs) It's not something that you can just do. But it is a way to be successful. It is a way to be rich, right? I mean, look at Trump. You think Trump was a self-made man? No. His dad gave him $50 million to start his business. I mean, if my dad gave me $50 million to start a business, then I'd do pretty well. I think anybody would do pretty well if they were handed even a million dollars, even $2 million. You hand somebody $2 million, they can easily become very successful. If you have that kind of backing, you can be very successful. But if you look at all of the top billionaires of today, millionaires and people running these big companies, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, his family, none of them were dirt poor. None of them had zero money. None of them crawled up out of the dirt. They were all from upper middle class families that had money. But that being said, it's totally up to you. It might be depressing. That there are no shortcuts or plans that specifically just work. It's just you working to improve your life day in, day out. So here's my advice. Stop spending your hard-earned money on this crap. Stop reading those books, their blog posts, their news feeds. So stop wasting your time reading this stuff. The only reason that these guys are successful is that we keep listening to them and we keep buying their crap. I mean, all of their information is available for free on the internet. In fact, if you want a free copy of The Laws of Success, it's out of copyright, and I can email it to you. Just just send me your email address, thinkfuture at gmail.com. Just send send me your email address, uh, and I will email you a copy of The Laws of Success. And you will will see that everything that they say is a regurgitation or a rebranding or a restatement of what's in this book. If you're in a startup, you should learn from them. Use the techniques these people use in order to capture your initial audience. They do a fantastic job of marketing themselves. They are great at marketing. So if you're going to do anything about reading these guys, look at their marketing techniques. But it's not really rocket science to build up their audience. You know, they're holding this golden apple in front of their faces. And it may be a real golden apple. It may be a golden apple full of 
full of worms. But it's still a golden apple, isn't it? So just think this. This podcast will not change your life. The next blog post you read will not change your life. The next book you read, the next medium post, the next newsfeed item that will not suddenly propel you into having tea with Elon Musk. No, if you want to have tea with Elon Musk, you just have to happen to be in the same tea room with him when he's in the tea room. Luck is the only consistent thing which will bring you success. Yes, that's an oxymoron, because luck is not consistent. Hard work can help, but without luck, you will always be struggling, and there's also no such thing as making your own luck. So on that depressing note, (laughs) that's it for me for today. See you next time, and until then, don't forget to think future. future.